0: Welcome to The Practice Podcast, a show created by lawyers to help lawyers in life and business without all the complicated lawyer language. Let's welcome Bast Amron founders and your hosts, Jeff Bast and Brett Amron.
1: Hey, Brett. Happy New Year. Happy 2024, Mr. Bast. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. We are recording this on... January 3rd, the first podcast of the new year, and I am
1: excited to be here with you. Not to date ourselves at all, because this podcast won't come out on January 4th, but that's okay.
0: That's all right. Can you, uh, did you set any New Year's resolutions this year?
1: Doing more podcasts with Jeffrey Bast and our current guest who is on today. That was one of my my goals for 2024, so I'm going to hit that early in the year.
0: Are there any others you want to share with the world at large?
1: Focusing on sleep. This year, I've talked about it in the past. I'm an early riser, and that likely won't change. You know, I do like to exercise in the morning, and so maybe I can not get up quite as early, but uh, I'm going to have to focus on trying to go to bed earlier and working on that. So I think focus this year would be on, on sleep. I love me. that.
0: That's a great one. I'm I'm glad to hear you say that because I like having you around. I want you to live a long time. And I think if you sleep more, you'll live a lot longer. So
1: let's go with it. I think so too. How about you, Mr. Bast? Any one that you'd wish to uh, share with our listener?
0: I want to play more guitar. I also had a goal of setting a new personal record in, uh, in terms of distance and swimming. And as you know, I made the mistake of beating my prior record on... December 31st, which I want to count for 2024, but I'm being told by everybody. Yeah, that it doesn't, doesn't work, work that way. Sorry. So now I have to beat my yeah. own record again, <laughs> yeah. which I'm up for. Yeah. I'll do it. Our guest today is Dr. Gene Ausler. Dr. Gene has a PhD in business psychology and she's one of the country's top business consultants, a top rated speaker, a world class business performance coach, a serial entrepreneur, and the creator of the Caveman Brain Business Growth System. Dr. Jean works with entrepreneurs and their leadership team to implement a comprehensive business management system called EOS, which is designed to help organizations improve their performance, efficiency, and profitability. EOS, which Brett and I are both familiar with, stands for entrepreneurial operating system, and it offers business leaders organizational clarity, accountability, allows them to put the right people in the right seats and implement process efficiency and increased revenue. Dr. Jean's clients call her the results queen because she is all about getting unprecedented results at an unprecedented speed And that creates and maintains unprecedented levels of performance. So that's why I think she could probably help us achieve our goals. Welcome, Dr. Jean.
2: Thanks so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. And if I can, can I just jump on the sleep thing for one moment?
0: Yeah, let's go with that.
2: I'm an EO member. And in my form, we wore the whoop bands for about two years. And Mm -hmm. it was really all about sleep because entrepreneurs don't get a lot of sleep. And sleep, as you both talked about, is very important. What was really fascinating after two years, which I eventually was able to regulate my sleep, people think they need to sleep more. But that's not necessarily true. It's really about getting deep REM and how much deep REM you get during the night. So for example, for me, I'm what's called a short sleeper. So I don't need a heck of a lot of sleep because my deep REM is pretty much almost the whole entire time that I'm sleeping. So you really want to measure not necessarily hours. You want to measure how much deep REM you get. And so you may not have to get up any earlier, and you may still be able to work out early in the morning. It's and, and the whoop band was really good to tell you. Like the first day I wore it, I was like, I feel great. And the whoop band was like, you're red and your life sucks. And you should feel terrible. <laughs> I was like, really? I feel great. But eventually I learned what green felt like. And then I learned about, because I did all the sleep cleansing. And I tried to sleep eight hours. And it just was horrible. So until I found out, I, I was really about deep REM. So just when you're working on your result this year, just think about that. No, I appreciate
1: that. And that, that's a that's a great point. It isn't just about hours. There is some level I think at which, you know, there's a, a required minimum, I would think. And maybe I'm not hitting that, maybe I am. And I do I am not a deep sleeper. I do not have a lot of deep sleep even when I do sleep. And so the question is how do i get that and and i'm i'm trying to work on that too so i don't have a problem necessarily falling asleep it's a it's staying asleep and getting into that deep rem area so i appreciate that you're right part of that is how do you go to sleep and what you do before and, and all of that so yeah we should check back in right for giving me that advice or you know and see if if that's another result that you could check off and you know, lends to your name as a results queen. That
2: would be fantastic. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm all about getting a result yeah. at the end of the day. We don't have so yeah, fast for you. You're like, I have to meet my personal best. Just make it a result. Like, think about what what do you need to do? You probably just need to swim one, like one lap faster. That's it. Yeah.
0: I think he's got to go a little farther. I'm, uh, yeah. Right. I'm an open water swimmer. So there's no laps, you know, really, but no walls. That's what I like about it. Let's talk about you Dr. Jean. How did you find your way to this path of being a business consultant? I'm curious about your your journey.
2: So, I have two sides of my house as I like to say. My mom's family is management, corporate America management, and my dad's side of the family are entrepreneurs. I'm the fourth generation. So I went into corporate America like every you know, person should do after college and spent a lot of time in corporate America until I decided that corporate America really wasn't the right place for me. And that's because I had a baby, which I always say, like, how did that happen? And then people talk to me about birds and bees. But I somehow managed to get pregnant when I didn't really want to. And I had a baby and I realized that from her, I really wanted to be able to be there for her. Family first is, is absolutely a, a value of mine. So I started my company when she was a year old and now 24 years later, I'm still in business. And it was interesting because I hired a coach The first day that I had opened up my doors, which, believe it or not, was April 1st. You know, why should you start a business on 2nd? So great. It was not intentional, but it did happen. And he said to me on that day, he said, so what's your vision? What's your mission for your company? And I said, well, to raise a healthy, happy, well-adjusted model adult citizen who's financially independent from me. And he said, that's not your mission or vision for your company. I said, yes, it is this company is going to support that kid. I now eventually had a second one, but they're going to support the children and they're going to support us. And that's what happened. So that's how I became a business consultant was I had a kid and I decided that I should have family first. And it's been a great life ever since.
0: I want to dig on that because your business plan for your business was, so you were really focused on the ends and not the means, right? So you had this idea of a business and you thought, why am I doing this business? I'm doing it to support my family and- so that was the mission for your business. And is that advice you give to your clients too? or?
2: So that- it really wasn't supporting my family because I was from a dual income. I, was, I mean, I wanted to make money, obviously, right. but it really was to raise two fabulous, wonderful children at the end of the day because that's, the business really had to be there to support what they wanted to do. Mm. And I eventually learned along the way that, the, that they had to support the business and what the business needed to do. And it was a really interesting relationship. Both of my children now are adults. So li- looking back at how they grew up with an entrepreneur and learning about entrepreneurship and how that's modeled their careers is, is really very fascinating. What I tell my clients is, what is it that you're looking to achieve? What's the outcome that you want? That's the most important thing. We, from corporate America, were are given goals, we talk a lot about goals. I don't believe in goals. I believe in outcomes. Our brains do not think in goals. Our brains think in outcomes. So if you can start to think about what outcome you're looking to achieve, and visualize that outcome, then the brain actually takes care of all the steps needed to get you to that place. Believe it or not, because it doesn't. Because the brain is really brain is least studied organ in our bodies, and the brain's whole gig. Is, well, there's a lot of different parts of it, but the amygdala, which is the part that I specialize in, is there to make sure you don't die. That's all it's there is to make sure it's our survival instinct, you know, make sure that you are still. So as long as you tell it an outcome, it will get you there.
1: We've come across, as Jeff said, we're both an EO and familiar with EOS. We've come across business coaches, lots of them. We've used them ourselves. But I, I personally have not heard of the term business psychology necessarily or a business psychologist, you know, where did that come from? You have a PhD in it. So clearly there is course and there is study in that. I mean, the only thing I'm familiar with is there was a a program, I think, at Vanderbilt that sort of, that runs through something very similar to that was sort of the first time I heard of it. But I'm curious to know how you got into that. and, And where did that, where did that come from?
2: So my mom's a PhD. And I remember very clearly at 13 years old, it took her seven years, but she eventually got her PhD. And I always thought it'd be fun to be Dr. Jean, the results queen. My clients crowned me the results queen because it's all about getting results at the end of the day. So I decided that I would go to PhD school. I went to the Chicago School of Professional Psychology because as a consultant, I'm an EO member too. That's how I got to Antarctica, which is why I said to you, and we'll talk about that later. But the fact is, is that I wanted to do it very quickly, typical of entrepreneurship, right? And this program, you could get it in three years. So I went to Chicago school and basically took the coursework and did my dissertation at the same time because I thought it would be, i come up with a lot of things, but I wanted to make sure that I had the credentials behind what I wanted to be doing. So that's how I got a PhD in business psychology. And basically a business psychologist is like a therapist for business. So there's usually in most companies, especially when there are partners, more than one, or family-owned businesses, there's lots of challenges, uh, just like there are in marriages or relationships. And having a degree as a business psychologist, you can really help people work through all of that so that you have a healthier organization. And when your organization is healthier, you are much more profitable as well as productive.
0: So it's, I mean, it's similar in my mind to an organizational psychologist where, where the organization is, you know, businesses. Right. Yeah,
2: so organizational psychology, business psychology, it's the same thing. It's just that my degree is named business psychology. My degree is not named organizational psychology. Right. So you so got to right. use the name that you were given.
0: No, it's good. And so so why don't you tell the audience a little bit about EOS for those who may not be familiar with it?
2: So EOS is, spans for yeah. entrepreneurial-entrepreneurial system. It's created by Gino Rickman. We run our caveman brain business on EOS. And we have found that when you couple sales with a great structure you'll find that your organization grows exponentially. And what I love about EOS is that the results that you get happen very quickly. And it's a structured operating system that you can put in place and run your company on forever. What I also love about it is that it really does identify all the problems that you have in the organization and all the things that you're doing really well. So that you can continue to do all the things really well that you're doing and then to work on the things that are not helping you, but need to help you be a better organization and then forget the things that aren't. And the other thing that I really love about EOS is that it really helps us. And I'm sure you know, as entrepreneurs, we often have the wrong people in the wrong seat and we have a hard time moving on from people. And EOS really makes it very clear as to who sits in what seat, what's your function in that seat and gives you a very easy way for you to assess those people and for them to assess themselves so that when it's time for them to move on, it becomes a very easy conversation as opposed to a very challenging conversation where you're throwing up in the bathroom and you've worked yourself into an anxiety state because you have to let somebody go. And I think really for entrepreneurs, all of us, we often have the wrong person in the wrong seat.
1: One of the struggles for us, at least, and, and I think other professional firms, is taking EOS. We've seen it implemented with sales and products and, and things like that. And it works really well, as you say, um, when implemented you know, properly. But the struggle is with professional services firms. And have you have you seen that? Have you done that? And is there any difference with implementation of EOS for a professional services firm versus, let's say, a company that sells a widget?
2: So I have to tell you, I, I think that I owe you a dollar because we only specialize in professional service firms in terms of EOS. Swear to God. I love that's,
1: it. That's, I that's love the, it.
2: That's the only people that we work with. So I think I owe you a dollar and, you know, like, yeah, we love So to me, professional, we, that's, we do professional service firms with Caveman Brain, lawyers, accountants, financial advisors, engineers. It's interesting because that's who I work with. Like we don't work with manufacturers or franchises. I don't Mm -hmm. even know how to deal with them. So when you say to me like, (laughs) what's the difference between like manufacturing firms and finance? I'm like, I don't know because I've worked with service professionals for 24 years and I love them. I think they're fabulous. And it's funny because people are like, really? You like working with financial advisors? I'm like, oh my God, the way they think. So really the reality of service professionals is it comes down to how they think because they don't make a widget, right? There's no product, right? right? It, It comes down to the services that you're doing. The thing is, is that at the end of the day, you're still running a firm. You're still running a company. And how do you run a successful organization To make sure that the product that you're selling, which is service, time, material, is ideas, is what you're selling to the right target audience with the right message, with the right people behind you. And what happens is a lot of times with service professionals is that they often don't have just one person. They have a bunch of people. And until you have them all aligned, moving in the right direction... They all want what's best for the company, but they tend to do it in different ways. So the idea around EOS is that if you can get everyone to be in the same page moving forward, then you will have a much more successful company. And I'm going to give you an example. So I was talking to, I have an accounting firm. I just got off the phone with them and they are five partners. So two older partners, two younger partners, and one in the middle. And they know that in five years, the two older partners are going to retire. And as we've been working through EOS, they're like, we never realized that the two older ones want X, the two younger ones want Y, and the one in the middle is like, I don't know where to go. You would think that's very obvious, right? However, for them, because they work day to day in their organization until they started working strategically on their business, they didn't have a clue as to how you can align those five people to make sure that the organization stays around. Now, it's Actually, the organization is 50 years old there's always transitioned a couple of times. So they want to keep it going for another 50 years after that. So it really has to do with alignment and conversation and what people want. Like a lot of times in our law firms, which I just had this conversation at the end of the year, last year, we, four partners, one partner is very unprofitable. One is really profitable. I think the two are breaking even. Is that really what you want for your firm? And the one who's not profitable, I was like, are you running a charity? Not to be mean, but like, are you running a charity? Is this, have you realized that the other guys are keeping you going? What do you plan to do about that? And until you look at your numbers and your scorecard and your metrics and, and think about what you're looking to achieve, and most service professionals don't like metrics. They don't run on scorecard. They're not really very accountable in many ways. Then you have to have those fierce conversations to figure out what you're going to do to make the organization more profitable, more productive, and healthier. So there you go. Like Does that, that answer that question?
0: Yeah,
1: that oh, all makes very sense. much. Thank you. That yeah,
0: that all makes sense. And I'll, I'll tell you one of the things that you know I see a lot of companies, businesses struggle with setting goals. And I know that's a key component of EOS. Is you know moving towards a goal and short-term, near-term, long-term goals and it is picking goals that are selecting goals that are not just numerical so you can set a goal that is oh, i want to have revenue of 50 million dollars or whatever it is but to me that's just picking a number that's you know does is that going to mean something to you know to the organization or to the people in, uh, that are part of it so i imagine that goal setting is a, is a, an important component
2: when i first started my company i don't it's hard to see out 5 years 10 years 50 years. If I said to you like, where are you going to be in five years from now? You'll like, think about the date and maybe you'll think about your age. And if you have children, you might think about where your children are. But past that, it's really hard to see like what things are doing, especially nowadays when things change so quickly. So for most, so when I started my company, I could only see about three years out. And so I would set a vision, a result that I wanted three years out. And then I would figure out what I would do every 90 days to get there. EOS is the exact same thing. I often say that I, if I'd known about, you know, packaging EOS, because it's not really any, it's based on Patrick Laconia, Jim Collins. I mean, it's based on all the of masters of, of business. Uh, Gino just kind of put together and then packaged for entrepreneurs, which is brilliant. Yeah. And what I love about that is, is that if you think about 90 days, like you don't have to really think about what is it that you want your company to be? Can you paint a picture? Can you, can you, Talk about your outcome like you were taking it to a party. Meaning, so the more that you can paint that visual of what you were looking for your organization, which is one of the reasons why for a lot of service professionals, they're like $8 million. I don't know. Does that mean I have to do more work? Right? Is there more stuff involved? Do I have to find more people? How do, like, how do I run with, how am I doing that? And the reality is if you could say, well, this is what I think, this is what I'd like the firm to look like. And this is what I'd like my life to look like. And then to think about every 90 days, what do I need to do to get to that? Whatever that might be. And if you just think in that very simple term, you'll be able to achieve the result that you're looking for. It really isn't that challenging. I hate to say it that way, but our brains get in the way to make it more difficult. And that's based on how we grew up, whether it's between our culture, our parents, our childhood, our life experiences. Right. So I would say to you, paint a picture and then get everyone to buy into that picture and then say, OK, if we're going to do X, what do we need to do over the next 90 days to get there?
0: Right. But if that painted picture what? is me on a beach. Then sure. Brett, Brett, you, Brett, Brett's there, too.
1: No, he's not. <laughs> how,
0: how do I get? Sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to say, you know, we're on beach. I'm there I'm handing the
1: Jeff his drink I'm and handing him. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm
0: on a beach
1: <laughs>
2: and
0: Brett's so, on a mountain. How's <laughs> that about that? You're on a trail and I'm on a beach. How do yeah, you, well, okay, so, how do you get how everyone do, how to do buy you, into that? Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then you think about, okay. And what we do is something that we call Z to A thinking. It's something I created. So the Z is, I want to be on the beach. Okay, I want to live on the beach. I want to run my company from the beach. Okay. That's the Z. What's the Y, right? So what would you need in order to be able to live on the beach or be on the beach every day and run your organization? What's the Y, what's the W, Right. What's oh sorry. What's the X? What's the W? Right. As you move backwards to think about what is it that I need to right. get to that, eventually you'll have a whole plan. And then when you start to run that plan forward, you'll be able to get to the result. If you can be that specific, your brain will absolutely help you because when you say things like, "Well, I hope to be," I want to run my company from the beach. It's a lot like a hockey puck hitting the goalpost. It goes, "Okay, I don't know how to do that," and <clears throat> that we're done. And then it just becomes this kind of fantasy thing. If you think to yourself, okay, well, what would that look like? What would I need to do? What would I need to have? And what I often find, what's really fascinating is that most entrepreneurs and business owners are like, no one would support me doing that. Actually, a lot of your employees will support you in doing that because they see how hard you work. They see what you give to the organization. And what for them, especially when you pick the right leadership team, They want to run the organization, but they don't want to take the risk. And as the entrepreneur, you're taking the risk. So they're happy to run the organization for you, especially if you give them the right structure, the right parameters, the right expectations so that you can go live on the beach. And you might say to me, well, now, Dr. Jean, come on now, let me give you an example, because this is what we do. So I had a, a client who was in data, big data, they would sell lists to different people based on big data. And the woman who owned the company, she was like, I don't want to, I can't sell it, but I don't want to run it anymore. So went, all right. So we put together a leadership team and she still to this day owns the company, but she's now living in Tuscany. She's learned to swim and shoot a gun. And so all the things that she wants to do, and she uh, comes and does strategic planning with them, but then the organization runs for the rest of the year and she ra- wanders around the world and does whatever she wants to do.
1: I like the sound of that. Well, that sounds fantastic. Let's put our plan in place to get Jeff on the beach. I think (laughs) we can make that happen.
0: I think we can make that happen. Z is the beach. I like it. I love that. So, one thing we didn't touch on is that you also have a podcast. Can you tell us about your podcast?
2: Yeah. So it's called Getting More Results with Dr. Gene, the results queen. So, you know, I like this podcasting thing. Don't you? Do you all like this podcast? We so love much? it.
1: We love it. Yeah. It's, we I, do. Yeah. Uh, I, just, it's coming. I like I talking to people. We're going to go, I think, in a couple months, right? We're going to go on four years that we've been what? doing this. We started this, well, we started it just prior to the pandemic, but really got going uh, during the pandemic. So. Anyway, I interrupted. Tell us about oh, your podcast.
2: Oh, no, no, no. I love when it's more of a conversation. So I have to tell you, 10 years ago, I could have been in podcasting and I was like, yeah, how's that going to work, right? Because I don't, you know, and now I'm way behind in think, But I just, I like talking to people. I like like you all learning stuff, being able to teach your community something that can help them the next day. And for me, it's all about getting results. So I want to know from people like, what do they need to do? What have they done to get results? And what lessons, nuggets, kernels can they give to the audience that will help them tomorrow get a result too? And that's really what it's about. It's getting results in business because that's really what people want, right?
0: Yeah. I I love that. And, you, you know, we get asked all the time, why do you do the podcast? What's the, what's your purpose? What's your goal with the podcast? And I just... You know, we don't really have a goal with the podcast. When we started doing it, the idea was, you know, marketing, allow our voice to be heard, you know, have our name out there. But it's moved on from that, and it's now something. It's kind of like a little passion project for I think both of us. We both enjoy it. I love, I love meeting new people and talking to them. I'm curious and and listen. Today we're talking about EOS with you, and I read Traction. Or I'm familiar with EOS, and. You would think, oh, that's, you know, why do you want to have a conversation with someone that you've already talked about the same topic with? Well, it's a little bit different every time you talk to somebody else, like sleep. You know, when I learned about sleep, I want to hear what, you know, this expert says about it, and then I want to hear what someone else says about it, you know, and you, like, you talked about Z to A thinking. I've never heard that in the context of EOS, and I I love that. And so sometimes you might hear the same thing for the 11th time, but either it's in a Presented in a different way, or maybe I'm in a different position where I'm more open to hearing it.
2: I, I have a colleague who reads the same five books every year, and he says every year he has something new from the same five books.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like you yeah. you can never step in. Uh, your, your cat just came in the screen. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's awesome. the, Derek uh, is a It's that same idea of you can never set foot in the same river twice. So, you know, you're a different person each year, every time you listen to that podcast or read a book.
2: Yeah, exactly. It takes our brain, it used to be five times to hear something to actually be aware of it. Now it's more like 10 times to be aware of it and then 15 times to act on it. Mm. So the fact, and I remember my daughter's a competitive equestrian, or she was, she's a retired horse, but I remember trucking that horse up to the Olympians' barn and the Olympians said exactly the same things that my trainer was saying to my kid for the last six months. And of course she does it with the Olympian. And I was like, I said the trainer, how come, you know, with why is she doing it now with him as opposed to you that I've been watching for six months? And he said, jumping a horse over a fence is the same thing every day. It's just the voice that you hear that gets you to do the work that you need to do. So a lot of what we do is the same thing day after day after day. It's just what voice are you listening to to do the thing you need to do? And I've really always taken that away like, oh, okay.
1: I love that. The takeaway for me is, I know Jeff and I have both sort of gone through this and struggled a little bit with EOS and the implementation, you know, to a professional services firm. But I love the fact that that's that's all you specialize in. And the Z to A component, I mean, that is something that we've worked on, which is this is a goal and these are the steps you need to take to implement that goal or to achieve that goal. And we've done it with some success. I don't. We it's not been through EOS, and and we've done it. But but I think that you know the long term, right? The long term struggle, which is, and we're both sort of young-ish, depending on who. Yeah, hey, speak for yourself. Um, <laughs> I'm young. You know, You're young. I mean, I, I mean, I think I think our children would say we're not. I think the younger lawyers or younger people that work for us would say we're not. But I but I think in the grand scheme, I think we are. And and mentally, I, I absolutely we are. But I think that. Yeah, right. Well, I, um, my, my view is I think men really cap mentally at age 11. But anyway, so I, I just I think that, you know, for us, I am really I love to hear the fact that there is a path forward with EOS for long term stuff. We just haven't sort of gotten there. And I think that is something that we're now at a point where we're really thinking about and talking about more than you know we had in the past. You know, our firm are going to be 15 coming up, you know, this year, 2024. And both, you know, Jeff isn't getting any younger. I am. I am. But <laughs> nonetheless, you know, we both want to end up on a beach. Obviously, me helping Jeff while he's there, <laughs> but still on, on a beach. Towel boy. Actually, I would be on the trails. I would actually be on the trails in the mountains. Jeff would be on the beach near the water. Regardless, the point is that it is nice to hear, and I'm sure our listener out there really love to hear the fact that and this is from somebody we've never spoken to and a different angle and a different approach as we said on EOS and saying no 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 it can work for professional services firms you're here to tell us you do it all the time and, and get the results. I just I love to hear that. I think it is a process, right? You have to work at it. It takes a long time but but I think it can be done and I I just love to hear that.
2: So a couple of things if I may one is is that if you think about cave people, right? Cave people didn't have goals outcomes. And the outcome really was to survive. Like I have to find food. I have to find water. I have to find shelter. Right. That's, right. and that's one of the reasons why, and goals is really a sports metaphor. Right. So, you know, like you got to get a goal, you got to score a goal, you got to obtain the right, you got to get table. But if you really change your mind into an outcome, what's the outcome that I'm looking for? Because the brain is hardwired for an outcome. It's outcome, it's outcome oriented for food, water, shelter, love, Relationship. And what happens is, is that we don't, we miss the outcome because we worry about the why or the how. How am I going to do that? And then when you get caught up in the how, you'll never get to what you are looking to achieve. So if you keep focusing on the what, what is it we want? And most service professionals, no offense, and say, so we kind of bump along until we get someplace and we're like, oh, wait, how did I get here kind of thing? <laughs> right. Oh, we've been in business 15 years. Now what? Right. Oh. Okay, that sounds okay. What are we doing next? And the fact is, is that what is it that you want to do next? So, start thinking, if you start thinking about outcomes, that's really important because that's how our brains are wired. And yet we're taught something different. So, that, so that if I can get that through to you Mm is super important about about outcomes. And EOS really, it's fun, interesting because I I mean, I, I love EOS for service professional firms because it really does help them think in a way to get them to where they need to go. Do I want to retire? Do I want to grow? Do I want someone else to run my company? What is it that I want? And when you say, this is what I want. And what's interesting is, is that usually what I want might be different than what my partner wants. And even if there's two people or five people or 10 people, it's like, what do you all want? And what it comes down to is this, is that a lot of times in service professional firms, and no offense and said with love, is that we're all focused on myself which is what we do because our brains are hardwired for us to be protected. If you can make your firm a person, like you're taking that person to a party. So when I worked at Ogilvy, we talked about Skippy peanut butter. Who is Skippy? Skippy. Is Skippy a man? Is Skippy a woman? How old is this? Is Skippy? Does Skippy have kids? Is Skippy married? What kind of car does Skippy drive? So that if I was to say to you, I'm going to bring my friend Skippy to your house for dinner and she is going to get there before me. Let me tell you what she looks like, how she acts, how she talks. You become very invested in Skippy peanut butter. If you can think about your firm as a person and start to describe your firm as a person, your employees will buy into that because we'll have heart for them. It's not just a thing. It's a person that we all work with and they work with us. So like we work for the firm, the firm works for us. If we do good for the firm, the firm will do good for us. And then once you get that person in mind, is that the person you really want your firm to be? And then you can move your firm to wherever you want your firm to be. And then eventually to whatever outcome you want the firm to achieve eventually, whatever that might be. So uh, we had a firm and I said to them, well, how would you describe your firm? And they said, we are the Maytag washer repairman who lives in the basement of his mom's house. And I was like, well, is that what you're? No, that's not what we want. I'm like, well, okay, what would you want to describe it as? And after (laughs) the conversation, they're like, we want to be Will Smith from Men in Black. Okay, that's very different. Yeah. Wow. That's what they decided. Yeah. And it took. So when you say like it takes a long time, EOS is a two-year process. And that's like where you say, I said to you like words matter and how you think about it. long time for a brain is like that could be centuries. So if you say it's two years, it's 24 months, like a lot of us could do a lot of things in 24 months. So language is really important in how we use it because our brain will go, oh, long time, shut it down. <coughs> never Because it's going to take too long for us. It's going to take too long for us to do this. The reality is that in two years, I mean... And I still remember this from a kid. I, I read Ann Landers, was in the newspaper, was at column. Sure. And Ann Landers had a person, I was, I was probably 11 or 12. And Ann Landers had a person who wrote in and said, I'm 50 years old. I've always wanted to be a doctor, but I think I'm too old. And Ann Landers wrote back and said, well, in seven years, you'll be 57. And either you can be 57 and be a doctor or not. And I thought, oh, well, that's interesting, right? So in two years, you could either have a wonderfully running company on EOS or not right in seven years you could be running your firm from the beach or not and that and that really has focused my life because i often think to myself well i could be in three years time i could be dr gene the results queen or not because that's time just keeps going on so think really think about what you want and how you do it i know we're
1: gonna we're gonna land the plane but i think that that to me it's it's for for the listener out there what you're saying is it's like take the first step, right? And then take the next step and take the next step. Don't focus on, and we, the human brain, focuses on the big goal, right? Like whether it's in business, whether it's an athletic achievement or whatever it is, you know, it's always like, oh my God, that's a lot to do. I can't swim five miles. I can't run 20 miles. I can't do that. But you're not going to do it unless you get up the first day and take Mm -hmm. your first step or take your first stroke in the water. And the same thing goes for the long term goals that you want to set and that, you know, it, to try to achieve them. So, and that's yeah. kind of what, that's what EOS is, right? Is taking those steps and, and building.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like it. If you want to achieve those outcomes or not, no, if you want <laughs> to achieve those outcomes, contact Dr. Jean. Her information is in the show notes. Dr. Jean, this was great. If uh, I enjoyed it. And if you're the listener, if you li- enjoyed the show, please show us, you know, the best way to show us, leave a review. Leave a five-star review, share the show, send this episode to your friends and family. Subscribing to the show and leaving reviews actually helps others find the show and it will help us grow and it'll help us achieve the outcomes that we want to achieve. And it'll help us produce better content, have great guests like Dr. Gene on the show. Thank you so much, Dr. Gene. Brett, thank you so much. Oh,
1: thank Nelson. you. Thanks, Dr. Gene. And thank you to Nelson too.
2: Thanks so much, and Happy New Year to all of you. Make this year an amazing year, like the best ever.
1: It will be. Happy New Year.
0: For more information on this show and other resources, visit FastAmron.com and connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram
1: at FastAmron.